Greetings, I'm Sonia Brooks, the Song Bee, and this is The Vibe Juice. But the point is, is that we're here. So no yes. matter how it looks, you know, we, we keep coming back. So today, what we're going to do, here are some of the things, and we're just going to do a quick rundown in topics. Uh, we, we're going to talk about the Georgia Senate race. We're going to talk about uh, Arizona gu- uh, gubernatorial race. Uh, Alex Jones in uh, that foolery. Um, we are going to talk about the LA city council. So with that, uh, I want to start with, uh, just a quick rundown. There's been a lot of foolery with folk, but it isn't it nice to see when a woman can stand strong and proud and square off with the media, like the sister and attorney general. Letitia James, state of New York. York. So, uh, it was actually about a a few weeks ago. She announced charges against Donald Trump and the lawsuit. Uh, yes, for 250,000, excuse me, excuse me, 1 million, 2 million. How about 250 million? There we go. There we go. Lawsuit. In the ballpark. Yes, against Donald Trump. Now, this is the the same man who served as somebody's president for four years and then walk away with classified information and possibly sold it, facing potential charges from the DOJ while that is still being investigated. But let's talk about uh, the lawsuit that Sister James uh, announced. And then also Brother Ali is the public burnout on information and new revelations about Trump? Have we heard it all, or is there some something that's finally going to stick? Well, I think, one, the world has divided into a couple of camps, okay? One camp is those who worship Donald Trump as if he was right. actually Jesus Christ, hmm. okay? Do you think, okay. Um... And, and something is disturbing to me, symbolic but still disturbing. The right hand lifted up in the air as a salute yeah. oh. to Donald Trump. Okay. That has happened several, several times. Oh, so you're starting to see the uh, the Nazi the fascist, salute. The, and where, where, it's, it's, hey, where are you seeing that? Uh, different gatherings, but the the important point is, you're looking at people that know nothing of what they're doing. They're doing it, and the people that are encouraging them, pushing them to do it, know what they're doing. The people doing it, I don't think actually understand 
This is the way one of the modern day fa fascist leaders of the world was worshipped and acknowledged by his followers. But why do you think the people don't understand? Because I think they do understand. Well, no, what I'm saying okay. is... Okay. <laughs> no, they understand that they are pledging allegiance to the grifter. Okay. What they don't understand is that it is a much bigger, bigger thing than Donald. Okay. Recently, uh, a new fascist leader was elected in Italy. Mm -hmm. That person in Italy had their people giving the same salute to them that the Trumpers gave to Trump. Right. We're talking about Mussolini then. Mussolini. Right. Okay. And we're talking about, listen, for decades, Mussolini's name has been verboten, forbidden. Mm -mm. Okay, we don't talk about that. We leave that alone. Right, because you don't now, hear much. You'll no, do, you but, may hear reference to, you but know. Now there's a movement where people in Italy are calling. Well, they are calling Mussolini uncle or father. They have a woman. Yeah, yeah. That is running based on a fascist platform. She won. She she won. Okay, I thought she, she did. Yeah, right. She won. She she's the new premier, pri, uh, prime minister, whatever the hell the title is. Mm. But most importantly, she is the bearer of the legacy of Mussolini. Mm. Okay, but the other thing that that I just want to hit quickly, not too long, but we need to understand that what we're experiencing in America is not just here. Mm -hmm. There is a fascist movement globally. The yeah. woman being elected in Italy is not happenstance. It just didn't happen to occur. Mm -hmm. It's been a part of the movement of fascism globally for the last 10, 15, 20 years. Well, think about it. When you have people that have been promoting it, such as Alex Jones, ah. okay, and uh, that he's been speaking this rhetoric even before Trump got into office. Oh, so so the people have been used to receiving and hearing and, you know, jumped on a bandwagon that made them excited about Trump. In fact, I think there was a uh, either a piece or snip that I saw about Alex Jones and how he got started, but how he was instrumental yes. in getting this movement yes. behind Trump, the MAGA movement, yeah. if he didn't say it first. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it is fascist space. So, you know, when you think about like, and all the many Alex Joneses that- well, Yeah, don't leave them out. You know, and there's many, many more. Don't leave them You out. know, you've got your Rush Limbaugh's and, you know, it's, it's tons of them. Well, see, one of the things that, unfortunately, the American public, I don't believe, is fully up on is that fascism is actually a combination of extreme corporate capitalism 
mm. and extreme mm. political mm-hmm. action. If you look at what has happened in America in the last 10 years or less, look at January 6th. Right. Okay? Look at what has happened in this country since January 6th. You have people who claim to be dedicated patriots of America, the government, who want to abolish the government. Right. They feel that, and and everybody now, you know, let me just, just to, you know, what you said, I just have to say that a lot of the, the candidates that are running right now on the Republican ticket are all kind of using this similar rhetoric that we don't want government, you know, uh, controlling and picking and choosing our lives. But they're, what, what I find very ironic is how contradictory they are in their arguments and not making sense because on the other hand, they want the right to control what women do with their bodies. And, and what most Americans do in their lives. Exactly. See, that's that. The, there's something that can happen in the mass media to where, like, with the anti abortion movement, okay? What they leave out, what the mass media does not say, I don't believe, effectively, is that don't be fooled by the way the mass media is presenting it. They really want control of you, the individual. Yes. Mm. American. Mm. Mm-hmm. They're starting with women. Women are at least 50 to 51% of the world population. The world population. Let that sink in. <laughs> Let that sink in. Mm-hmm. This is not this is not a Kansas issue. It's not a California issue. It's not a New York issue. It's a global issue. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So therefore, when they come after women, all of us men need to wake the fuck up. They're coming for them because they think they are easy. Right. And easier to without with less of a pushback by turning the clock back to like 1954 or some mess. Yeah, 44. You know, 44, whatever, (laughs) right. So, you know, and the thing, what I want to see is you borderline fall on a bandwagon, people that claim to be Republicans, when you know you don't agree with this. But yet, you will silence yourself. And you see, we just kind of switched some topics real quick because I do want to get back on Letitia James, yes, you know, yes, yes. Uh, versus the, the uh, abortion uh, issue. But it's all wrapped into this Republican uh, and all, everyone that's running. It's so intimately related. Yeah. It's hard to divide shit. Yeah, up. yeah, because they're all basically you know, using the same arguments, the same platforms, you know, I mean, the, the, the that major, they're standing on. The major oppositions to Letitia James is that she's a black woman who hates Trump. No, no. What we have to make sure happens in the mass media, we 
the people that consume the mass media need to make it obviously clear that what is happening in this country is not going to be slipped by the public eye. Okay? In other words, no. Don't tell me Letitia James hates Trump. <laughs> Letitia James is the Attorney General for the state of New York. How about she hates crime? How about she hates the fact that he has befuddled everybody else? And that he continues to get away with the average the blow shit. Joe who's struggling and in, in, in prison for 30 years for a marijuana joint or something stupid. Let's, let's just call it what it is. The more money and the less pe taxes that, that people that are, you know, hiding behind corporate, exactly, to get away with the largest crime, crimes committed against man in this country. Yeah. And that's, it's, it's not only unfair to masses, it's just unfair. And people, people, you ought to be tired of being tired of that. Really, we all should be tired of that kind of tiredness. I'm tired of the rhetoric. So no, uh, only people might be burned out about hearing Trump's name come up, but I don't want people to get, because, you know, things come up. I think the tiredness or exhaustion is when you see it looks like nothing is sticking. Exhaustion. And nothing's sticking. We're tired of people being desensitized to all of the shit going on around Donald And they should not. They should have a righteous indignation, which is when that sister did that press conference. And the way that she spoke clearly, firmly, announcing that this is not what she's referring to, is not the art of the deal, but the art of the steal, because that is what he has done repeatedly against this government by overvaluing uh, real estate, inflating uh, prices, so and but paying no taxes. By lowering the value when the tax assessor comes. When it's suitable for him, right. But inflating it when he's getting the money from the banks right. and investors. And, so, and I think, and this is slightly unrelated, but I think it's, I, I believe it's directly related. One of the things that's going to come out of what uh, Attorney General of New York, Letitia James, is pursuing. What's going to happen is legally called pattern and practice. When you establish a pattern of behavior that establishes what you're really doing, what you're really about, then that practice can be prosecuted. Mm. And what Letitia James is doing is that both in civil court and criminal court, she's using the full resources available to her as the attorney general for the state of the state of New York. Mm -hmm. That's what's happening, and it's 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 when I see her press conferences and the way they're reported in the mass media, 
It's almost as if they're saying, how dare this nigger bitch. Excuse me. Sorry. But that's the way it sounds. It appears. It appears. It appears that what Letitia James as the Attorney General for the State of New York is doing is holding Trump and his family yeah. accountable to the current legal standards. So it doesn't look like there's going to be criminal charges because well, we... <laughs> it, 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 see, this, this, is, this is where people need to, to pay attention. Okay? Really pay attention. Okay. The civil charges have a different standard of proof required. Okay, right. Okay. So it, so it's a very strong chance that those civil charges in the suit... Will result in reinforcing the criminal charges. See, and that's, okay. that's, that's where Letitia James knows what she's doing. The woman that was the Attorney General for the State of New York prior to Letitia James worked directly with Letitia James. Mm -hmm. This is not new stuff. Right. It's just now Letitia James, the black woman, (laughs) is the one pressing it. But her predecessor was no joke. She mm. told Trump numerous times, mm. Mm. "I'm coming for you." Really? Okay. Okay. See, and, th- and this is this is part of what the mass media doesn't cover, huh? Which is part of the reason why I got issues with the mass media. Right. If you told the whole story, people would be more likely to focus on what Trump has done and is doing. Mm-hmm than what Letitia James is doing. Because he was already on the front burner on the stove. Okay. When her predecessor was the Attorney General. Hmm. And what Letitia James inherited was a hell of a lot of work. So, were you referring to the former being Cyrus... No, no, after Cyrus Vance. Yeah. Who was it? Uh, yeah. That was a long, 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 long time ago. It was a woman. Okay. And I, I'm sorry, I don't remember her name. But I do know this. She took positions that now Letitia James has inherited. Okay. Because she is now the Attorney General. So, she was uh, preceded by Bill de Blasio. Letitia James. As as the Attorney General? Yeah. yeah Bill Blasio. She, she didn't replace Bill uh, de Blasio? No. Okay. See, and there was, I, I don't remember the woman's name, forgive me, mm-hmm. but I do know this for sure. Oh, I'm sorry, Barbara Underwood. There you go. Right, right, right. There right, you right, go. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, and Barbara didn't have certain qualities that maybe Letitia James had. Right. But she was no joke. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. See, and all those years mm-hmm. that Letitia worked under Barbara, 
and saw the focus of her work. She learned from Barbara. She learned from Barbara. Yes. Oh, you know what? We need to put this boy on the grill. Mm. He needs to be front and center Mm -hmm. on the grill at Mm -hmm. the cube. Yeah, she was appointed. Barbara uh, Underwood was appointed by the former uh, Governor Cuomo. May he rest in uh, career peace. Okay, <laughs> wherever he is these days. But um, hmm. Okay. So, but yeah, she. One, I resent the fact that because Letitia James is a black woman. Mm. If she was a white woman, they would have made a much stronger case mm. of the connection between Barbara and her replacement. Okay. See, right? But because oh, black woman. So it sounds. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I'm just 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 a little tag here that uh, Underwood announced a lawsuit uh, against Donald Trump. Probably a few, but she, one she announced back in 2018. Yes. So that means that, yeah, Latricia Drains came. None of this is Right. Cool. Right up under this. So she's worked on this. And, and see, and that's what I'm saying is that if Letitia James was a white woman, hmm. A.G., inheriting this shit from Barbara Underwood, mm-hmm. the former A.G., mm-hmm. It would have been reported in the media an entirely different way. So all of this, if you think about it, so the investigation in him has been long going. Long going. And so uh, Barbara Underwood, her focus was the dissolution of his nonprofit because he was hiding all of this this money and camouflaging, you know, and diverting and using the name of that's where the family's all involved. Exactly. Right. And if you look at... The foundation. If you look at what Letitia James has done Mm. as AG, you'll see direct links to what Barbara Underwood was doing. So here's the thing. If if he were, let's say, it was determined that he had broken laws with that charitable foundation... That's why I and misuse. Down. That's why I that was down. the only penalty of having to shut it down. It shouldn't have been the only. Penalty. Oh my God! And that's why. But listen, that's exactly why mm. Letitia James is a ball buster ass mm. kicker, Attorney General. Mm. Because she's saying, "Oh no, no, I'm not through with you. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, I got ass kicking to do with you." So yeah, we 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 tapped you once or twice on mm. both cheeks, okay? But now I'm getting ready to blow your ass up. Oh, okay. So <laughs> let's just segue for a second because it's yeah. you know it's it's exciting. I'm I'm not. I, it's funny because who'd ever thought that we are going into two years and you know post that we we would still three years still be talking about. Donald Trump and all his criminal activities because nothing stuck. He has not had to be accountable for anything yet. So uh, now, because there was a special committee about the the January 6th committee, which has, it sounds like, to the end of the year, Approximately. approximately, before it's dissolved, 
uh, dismantle or whatever, and they have to drop everything, is to get him to come before hearing before that committee. And that's why he was subpoenaed. What do you think the odds are that he would do it? I don't think he's going to. He feels he's above everything. But I'm going to tell you something. He doesn't have to be accountable it's for anything. It's very feeling that's going to end up with him on the grill. The lobster grill? The lobster grill. <laughs> the lobster trout. Did you just stick on the, on, <laughs> on the grill? Just lay on the grill. And burn that little boy and hear him go, <laughs> but that is exactly why a lot of stuff that is happening now, right now, mm-hmm. day by day, mm-hmm. is critical shit. Hmm. Yeah, it is. See, because they what, should be busy over time, seven days a week, right about now. Because trying to get things, some pasta to stick. One of the things that Trump counted on was nobody supporting what Letitia James as Attorney General is doing. Mm. And exactly the opposite has happened. How so? Well, one just one recent development. Okay. The United States Supreme Court, yes, that Supreme Court. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Refused to hear oh, any arguments mm-hmm. from Trump mm-hmm. about anything. Now, are we referring to the lawsuit against him in Manhattan District, or are we talking about the DOJ's investigation? We're talking about all of that. Yeah, because there's See, he had tried to lump it all together. Uh huh. To get it before his his folks. Right, and they're not together; they're all separate issues. And his folks said, "We won't hear." Yeah. Period. So that that means that means, and this is this is important. Mm-hmm. That means that his only avenue where he thought he had support is shut down. Hmm. Period. Hmm. We're not even going to hear it. Okay, right. So we that, no, there won't be a ruling because we're not going to hear it. Right. And wow. that means that whatever comes out of the lower level developments, mm-hmm. you'll have to deal with Donald Trump. So, you know, so this is interesting because we're talking about three different issues here. Right. The election. The election. Uh, you know, the yeah. whole. Trying to avoid the election. Yeah, try to uh, interfere with the election. Right. Uh, now we're talking about the classified information that, that he, he that we know for a fact he sold. Now, the other issue to that is what inf- did he give away and sell or sell? to and enemies and foreign enemies. Understand that Attorney General Letitia James mm-hmm. knows that she can jerk all that shit public. She can toss all that shit in the public scene. In other words, we want to know not only why did you take the shit from the White House? She can. Legally, if you're a savvy, you know, barrister, solicitor, attorney, whatever, you could find causes to bring up, unless it's struck down, in the court where it would cross 
all of those points. All of them. Because here's this $250 million that we're trying to hold you accountable when it really should be more than that. Because you did stuff over a span of time with the real estate deflating and the foundation and et cetera. And now you have not only tried to interfere with the election in a big way, which is a treason against the whole government, treason. now against the whole country. Treason. treason. The punishment for treason is death. It's, right. We, we, we know that. Now, now that's a whole nother debate because okay. that ain't happening. They ain't going to do that. They ain't even going to throw him under the jail. No, but. But they but. need to silence him. They need to either put him away on an island. He needs to have his citizenship taken away. Something. One of the reasons that the January 6th whole situation is very, very dynamic in terms of its impact on Trump is because you're looking at the, for the very first time you're looking at a pre former president of the United States who could actually be, in, in, be indicted for treason. Potentially. So think about it. The big picture. Where do all these things tie in? They all tie in based on money. Money that he has been trying to have dealings before he got into the presidency oh, yeah. and post with foreign governments. Yeah. So that inflation of you know, properties and all of that, that foundation, what it was hide, hiding those, and covering. I'm sure that they there's links. Those were the lower level actions. Lower level, yes. To facilitate the higher level. Yes, action. yes. Because see, one of the things that, that is still, to me, is still not really covered in the mass media the way it should be. This motherfucker was primed to sell America down the goddamn brain. Absolutely. And the fools, suckers, and the, the gullible uh, uh, goobers, all with their MAGA hats and T-shirts and, and, and flag-wearing, bearing, you all know, confederacy shit. and all of all that. All that shit. Blind as a bat. Okay. And not knowing... That what you're you're being used. What you're supporting is what could end up with this country biting the dust. But they're clueless, though. They, they're they, clueless they, they, to all clueless, that. But that. That's why the people that like, in terms of Letitia James, mm -hmm. the Attorney General, State of New York. Okay. One of the reasons why it's so frustrating. To see the mass media giving time and energy to the people that oppose her because they think she hates Trump. Hmm. See, because I'm sorry. Law is law. Right. Okay? And everybody has to be held accountable. So, you know, for so, so those so-called patriots... You don't understand what patriotism is other than creating enemies within your own land instead of understanding what it looks like from an international level. Because the person that you've been rallying behind has been selling your ass raw and upside down. And you don't even get it. Using you. So, and your ass. Pimp, 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 daddy. Pimp, pimp, Grifting. And this is, it, it's, I just want to say this quickly. 
before the phenomena of Donald Trump, grifting was a phrase you rarely heard white people talk about. Hmm. Because it was their phrase for the other names that grifting is called in the black community, the yes. immigrant community, mm-hmm. you know, the Puerto Rican community, mm-hmm. on and on and on. Now what we have is that a grifter grifted his way into the White House and has now fucked everything up. Hmm. Everything up. So take that. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, 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 I mean, it sucks, but see, really, uh, really. So for anybody that's listening, you people that's listening to Divide Juice, again, you know, you have to understand how important it is to to, to vote and don't be passive. You see, people, one of the common things is like, oh, well, you know, I that shit ain't going to change. It's always going to be like that. You know what? Do not if you, keep that kind of sucker passive I, I can't do nothing attitude about it because it benefits the enemy. It, that's exactly what it was. And that's what they want you to do. Yeah. They want you to believe that it's not about your money. It's about your vote. When you don't have money, money votes, vote. but use your, you know, uh, you don't have dollar votes, but you can use your, your a citizen vote, you know, to get in those. And I hope across the country, Everybody comes out to do what they have to do in Arizona, okay, where Everywhere. you've got, particularly where you've got, uh, just Trump, a segue. Trump thinks right now, mm-hmm. I saw an article two days ago on the internet, the same internet y'all go to, okay? I don't have no secret sources, but two days ago, Thursday, today's Saturday, right? Two days ago, Thursday, I saw an article that talked about how few Americans understood how they're being played mm. by the Trump forces. Right. See, because one of the things they're doing, they're trying to elect secretaries of state who control elections mm-hmm. at the state mm-hmm. level. Right? Mm. Y'all can do all that fancy bullshit you're doing. But if I get enough secretaries of state elected at the state level, mm. I could actually present a very, very, very effective challenge to the well, next presidential election in 2024. Well, you know, it's a good thing that you mentioned that because currently uh, Katie Hobbs, is yes. who is the secretary of state in um, Arizona, right. is running for governor. Right. And her opponent, who of course is Republican and backed heavily by Trump, is uh, Carrie um, Lake. Carrie Lake, who is uh, 20, 22 years, I believe, uh, as a, uh, a a newswoman, yeah, a journalist, yeah. a broadcast journalist, yeah. uh, who was actually uh, previously a Democrat in her uh, previous life, <laughs> and uh, but allegedly according to friends and reportedly she slowly converted but her what what put the nail in the coffin for her base to totally switch 
is when Trump lost the election to Biden. So as a, a news person and an uh, anchor person and a broadcast person who was on the show with a co-anchor ho, uh, co on that day, when it was evident and proven, all the tallies came in that Trump had lost, she refused to say it. To say it. Now, ironically, it also had been reported that she had been seen just a, a week or so before that at a CPAC convention. Where she spoke. Where she spoke. She's a hot star. And then somehow, after that, she decided to quit her job and suddenly... She's a staunch Republican, and now she's running for governor. Yeah. Okay? And there's a lot of funny no things about this picture. No track record. A lot of things. And it's like, so whenever she's been faced with a journalist that's been doing a little investigation and, and discussion, she refused, she shut down, and it's like, so what are you trying to say? And they found a lot of flaws, and they're just trying to get her to speak on them. And she gets angry. She turns around and she walks away. It's like, what? So, like, I can't become a conservative? Yeah, you can, especially when you're getting paid to. So, you know. The dollars. All of a sudden, she's being titled Trump, quote, unquote, air quotes, y'all. Trump's girl. Yeah. Go-to partner. Yeah. And he loves her steam and her, you know, fervent yeah. You know, because uh, positions shortly, and I do believe this, and I mean this exactly as I'm saying it. This today is October what, 15th? Well, the 14th or 15th, yeah. October 15th, 15th mm -hmm. 2022. Mm -hmm. I believe, I, Ali R. Rashid, believe that before. Or shortly thereafter, the November 8th election, there are going to be things happening that people aren't going to believe. One of the things I think that's going to happen... Let's bullet point them. ...is that more, more people are going to realize that there's been a huge sham, a huge hustle, a huge grifter, at work. And when, how soon do you think the revelations of this? Because this should have been <laughs> realized a long time ago. But there are people that are in the closet on purpose. On purpose. On purpose. There are those Jenny Thomas. On purpose. There are those among <laughs> us that already know what is happening. Mm -hmm. And what I'm saying is that... <clears throat> Around election time or shortly thereafter, mm -hmm. which means Thanksgiving, pre-Christmas, okay. around that time, there are going to be revelations that people are not going to want to hear or believe because none of this is new. This is all a very well-orchestrated plan to bring fascism to America. You know what? And here we go with the conspiracy stuff. And the only reason why I'm bringing it up because there are people already that's been touting. We just mentioned Alex Jones. And so they're standing on all kind of and standing behind conspiracies, even though th there are things that are showing 
what what's factual okay so nothing so you know <laughs> nothing i mean just a lot of things well you know we're talking I mean, alex jones and I, I i have to give him his due okay he was effective now when presented with the latest court decision they decided he owed approximately one a billion, billion, a billion, a billion. Yeah. Pay up, boy. <laughs> okay. But he's already sending that money. He already didn't sent it offshores. Oh, they, they discovered that. They've been tracking oh, yeah. his butt. Yeah, but let's see. This <laughs> Put a Letitian James on him. Is that they can seize offshore accounts. Mm-hmm. You know, this is one thing. I don't know who his advisors are. I don't know. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But. What they neglected to tell him mm-hmm. is that when enforcing a judgment in the United States court system, especially the kind of judgment that he got, mm-hmm. you can't hide money. <laughs> They'll go and dig it out the fucking ground. Let's loan, let's loan, issue an order for a U.S. federal court. To open up that ass. It's like, listen... Get that, Send open it, get that lock. Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If we don't get it tomorrow, the next day, we're going to get it. That, well, you didn't hear any equivocation. You mm-hmm, didn't hear mm-hmm. any, any doubt in what I said. You're going to get an order to pay approximately a billion fucking dollars. You've been raising money. And, and and trying to sock away money, yeah, for at least three years, yeah. So we don't care who you are, what country the account is in, none of that. We they started passing laws to enforce this kind of shit, right? Yeah, twenty years ago. Twenty years ago. I mean, it's no different from what drug lords do when they have to. Everybody, corporate, drug lords, linked in with uh, Nixon and Reagan and all of them. Mm. He left a U.S. port on a private jet boat mm. that he owned, armed with fifty caliber machine guns. Mm. Mm-hmm. And $250 million cash. Wow. He no longer has that cash. Mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck whether he go to jail or not. They got their money. Yeah. Okay? Oh. But the bottom line is, Alex Jones is cruising for bruising. <laughs> okay? He'll end up being an Epstein, you know, watch his butt. See, because he doesn't understand. You can do all that shit we let you do. Yeah, and get away until the moment that we decide that your day is up. Your day is up. Yeah, and that card has come up, buddy. Oh yeah, look, the last court decision that that uh, Alex Jones got was the one that bumped it from nine hundred and sixty-five million. To one big mm-hmm, mm. now that's not a huge difference right well look what but, trump is he's getting trump is getting off for 250 million well that's one that's one <laughs> yeah of trump see and that's the thing i think that more and more people are beginning to realize 
that Trump truly is a grifter motherfucker. Okay? Seeing if you grew up on the East Coast yeah. of the oh, United States. People on the East Coast really know. See, well, because grifting is a major occupation. Pastime. <laughs> it's, it's a hustle. Okay? Yeah. It has and been for been movies, centuries. There have been movies made about grifting. For centuries. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, like, even, what, 10 years ago? Mm-hmm. 15 years ago? Mm-hmm. There have been movies made about grifting. Yeah. And grifting. Yeah. So, I think there's they, the mass media has failed to make the connection between the real world of grifting and what Trump does. Because mm. he's a grifter. Mm. Period. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and there's and he's not loyal to anybody, but there's somebody out there that he's selling shit to that he is loyal to or fearful of. I really believe Putin is one one of them. No, no, Putin definitely. One of the names that came up, and I found this very very interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. one of the names that came up in researching the papers that Trump alleges. He, he, I didn't steal them. They mm. were, I thought they were mine. Mm. Okay. These are some of the papers he removed? Uh, yes. Okay. To motherfucking Marlado. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> but it's interesting that one of the sources that they say that he's done business with this year, 2022, mm. is Putin. I don't doubt. I've always right. suspected. Always. Always. Because it's like, look, boys, I got the fresh shit. Listen, when you look <laughs> at what Putin did to invade Ukraine, because I think his timing and Wendell was shutting because when he saw that Trump did not make it back in office. I got to go now. He had to divert his, his plans. He had to change his plans. I got to go He now. had to go to plan C. Yeah, he had to shift a shit. B, C. Yeah. Yeah. Might Total have been shift. F. <laughs> yeah, my been F. A desperation. But yeah. And he's acting. I mean, all this shit is tied in. And you know what? At some point in time, it's going to be a hell of a book. Because there's a few people that understand and know from the inside the real shit that's going down. What's really been going down that would tie all this shit together. Ooh will be probably fucking yeah. mind-blowing and epic. That's why our sister, James, James mm-hmm. the AG of the state of New York, mm. is absolutely, she's just primo. I'm sure she's aware, but she has to act within lawfully, you know, within, but uh, she's probably aware far, far, far more that go beyond the boundaries of what she can within her jurisdiction and case. Knowledge of what exists. Yeah. Yeah. The scale. Mm -hmm. Can embolden you in that 80 degree range. Yeah, that's true. Okay. And make you because stealth it's like, it's like and powerful. 
Yes. I ain't worried about your ass. Right. Because, see, I already know the 360. Because even if within that, let's say it's that little 90 degree, just that angle, but what you know in the scope and you squeeze within your capability and the capacity of the framework that you're working with, you know, though there may be some spillovers, but that's okay because that leaks into other areas that's probably already in process with other sharp angles well, you know, you, of coverage. You know, the uh, Arizona Attorney General mm-hmm. has filed shit. Okay, I didn't know State that. The Colorado Attorney General has filed, has filed Really? I did not know See, that. Because that. But listen, that's the power mm. when you are the AG of the state of New York mm-hmm. where he print primarily and principally did his shit. Uh, uh, he did a lot of crap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, you know, that, that, I like that Letitia. Right? Yeah, give, give me a copy of her latest shit. Oh. Because uh, I'm wondering, you know that deal we had that came forward five years ago that was about a bunch of contractors mm-hmm. suing Trump mm-hmm. and how he appeared to have escaped those charges. Mm-hmm. He didn't. Okay. See? And that, that that's part of what Letitia James is being powered by. Yeah. Is that second only to maybe the Attorney General for the state of California? The Attorney General of the State of New York is a powerful person. Very powerful. And that's why, oh, uh, and I want to say this because I don't want to forget it. Mm -hmm. I know people have forgotten about him. Mm. The guy that, what's his name? He was the, the corporate guy for Trump. Um, what did he do? He was the corp- Was he the head, head of? No, no, he was head of the the, the Trump organization. Oh, in New York, that foundation or the the family foundation. He was the head of the foundation. Yeah, you're not talking about the son-in-law. No, 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 no. Okay, no. this is an old dude. He he got all kind of shit for his family, and just felt like yeah, yeah, fuck it. They'll never know. Oh, really? <laughs> Okay, but, has he had to go before any hearings? Oh, all that. All that. Right now, he is negotiating with the Department of Justice okay. as part of the preparation of a So he was ahead before Eric then? Because Eric... Oh, yeah, yeah, Eric, Eric. Eric's nobody. <laughs> Eric's no fucking nobody. Right. You know, and I'm sorry, Eric, it's nothing personal. <laughs> Because we know you listening to the vibe juice. Yeah, but <laughs> this guy, what is his name? The short Jewish guy. Uh, Steve Stein. Uh, um, mm. What is that boy's name? Anyway, okay. his case is also. Oh, okay. Under. James. As the head, he has, yeah, he's got a case as well. Okay. And he's, look, he's been cooperating now, going on six months. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. There's a few people that's been cooperating, and, and right? I'm going to tell you something. The mass media is not reporting it, 
because it's hands off. Mm. That shit's so touchy. Really? And, and so volatile. Well, <laughs> it's like a goddamn volcano. And I would understand it being touchy, especially when they know they're tightening the screws real good. You know, and that uh, they want to get those screws in there real good. They don't want no slippage. <laughs> they want to make sure that it's in there. No. That we got it. See, I'm going to tell you something. They can say whatever the fuck they want to say. Mm-hmm. You know, Letitia James has a sister who is, uh, I think she's a music entrepreneur, but she's a multimillionaire. The one that wrote the book? No. I don't, I, I'm thinking of the niece. I'm sorry. Yeah. Niece wrote the book not too long ago. Mary, but, I think it was. But the thing is, Letitia has no, no hangups mm. about kicking his fucking ass. Mm. Publicly, privately, and everything else. Now, because she has, she has money mm-hmm. backing her saying, don't fuck with her. She's the attorney general of the state of New York. Mm, mm-hmm. And you may not give a fuck, but we have the money to protect her if we need to. Now, speaking of uh, head of uh, Trump, uh, was it Alan Weinsberg? Weinsberg. Weisselberg. Weisselberg. I'm sorry. Weisselberg. Yes, Weisselberg. One of them. He was the CFO. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, and he, look, he's been cooperating in six months. Mm, okay. Can you imagine? Wait, can you imagine? Ooh, over the finance to two? Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. See, because he, they, they caught Weisselberg shout. Mm. Not short, <laughs> shout. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Meaning that they got all kinds of shit mm. from him. Mm. And therefore, it's like, look, we don't, you know, if we need to do this, we can do it. Mm -hmm. You know, we can crash and burn your life. (laughs) You can be old man in prison, dying. Mm. Okay. Or you can work a deal. Well, you know, they've they've got a load of legal stuff going on, uh, including the kids. So... And it looks like there was somebody, who, the co-founder of, I think, the Trump uh, organization was whistleblower Will Wilkerson. 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 And he has turned in, you know, and is cooperating. Yes. So, Weisselberg. Weisselberg. Yeah. So, he's, he's the one. He... Weisselberg has put himself in a very tenuous, very potentially damaging position. Hmm. He, his kids, I think a daughter and a son, had worked for the foundation. Okay. And they were given, I think, some kind of luxury condo. Oh, really? Okay. And also a deal for their kid going to some ultra, ultra school. Of course. And that's at the heart of why they have such a hold 
Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, it's not it's not just him, mm-hmm. old man. Mm-hmm. It's his daughter, son in law, and grandchild. Wow. The, yeah, they're all entwined. But wouldn't that kind of just be uh the same thing for everybody that's associated because it's all about not only what they're getting directly but indirectly. But indirectly, all the other that, fringe see, that, benefits to stay silent. That is what initially. That is what is probably gonna down the line be one of the most threatening situations for Trump. Because see if you if I work for you and you're corrupt, then you got me. Fine. Fuck you. Okay? But now when I work for you and you're corrupt and I'm corrupt mm. and I got my daughter my, my got everybody all caught up and my grandchild right you got a whole different dynamic going on right Okay. But you know, you can just imagine, you know how that stuff works. It's like, yeah. hey, you go home. It's like, look, I got this going on, and you going to get this, and we're going to do this, and I got this, and you got everybody. You telling your uncle JoJo and, and Auntie Miriam because she going to get this, and hey, See, this is and, what you and do. what has happened is that I think, and I give I give the, the feds credit that, that are handling Weisselberg. Because what they've not done is been inflammatory mm-hmm. or uh, 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 suspenseful. Mm-hmm. What they have done is quietly work this old Weiselberg's position is very tenuous. It's extremely problematic. Because it not only involves what he benefited from his dealings with Trump, but his daughter, his son-in-law, and a grandchild. Because the grandchild apparently was put in some kind of special school that was paid for by the Trump Foundation. Um, They also received some kind, I think it was a condo, a luxury condo. And part of the case against Weisselberg is how far the benefits extended into his family. Mm. So it's not just him. You know, it's not just Mm. Weisselberg got a a, a preference. Right. Uh, He actually got hard dollar um, benefits. Well, that's very. Uh... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. That's, yeah. That's so. I'm not. Your really hands are dirty. You're, you're caught with your hands in a cookie jar. No, the cookie jar is broke. Right. On the kitchen. <laughs> you got safe. cookie all over your mouth. Okay. You're looking like. Cookie on your hand. Yeah, you're looking like. Okay. Uh, Cookie's on, cookie on the counter. Right, you're looking okay. like Uncle Ben on the, on rice cover. Okay. But, <laughs> um, Weisselberg, I believe, has been handled in a manner that reflects his importance to getting Trump. Hmm. One of the people handling the Weisselberg case Mm -hmm. has been reporting to Letitia James. Hmm. 
the Attorney General for the state of New York. Mm -hmm. I think that's why or how she came up with the strategy that, well, let's look at the civil side. Okay. Because everybody's so excited about the criminal. But what if we got the, the civil side tight? And then come back and overlap. And then use overlap. that. But don't there's a statute the statute of limitations on a criminal though. Yeah, but but they they got it. <clears throat> they'll 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 be able to, to deal with Close the statute in. of limitations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because see once once you start working with the parties, right? then they and you know that there's a limit. But, you know, I think that his, his counsel is, is, uh, will utilize uh, deterrence and to create, to buy time yeah. in hopes of running out. In hopes of. Yes. But... Given the way Letitia James has prosecuted her case against Trump, because mm -hmm. he understand what she did not initiate the actions around Weisselberg. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that means that you got a whole nother fleet of lawyers <laughs> mm. who who are Weisselberg is their concern. She just wants to know that keep the fire lit under his ass. <laughs> okay? So, but I really believe that before the end of this calendar year, 2022, mm -hmm. that we're going to see developments that are going to be, for some, earth-shaking. <laughs> okay? For, but for a lot of us, it's just like, I already knew that. I already, I already believe that. Right. Reading the news, reading what people are saying, reading what the Letitia James and others are reporting, I already knew where we were going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and you're right. There are some people who are going to be very mindful oh. because they've been watching. Well, the, other than the people that will be shocked, because of course there's always going to be those yeah, people. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You know, but uh, there are people that rather have their heads in the mud purposely. And in we know sand. that in the sand. Well, moving right along, yeah. you know, cause we will be back. Of course, uh, this is, this is the story that, ne that never stops giving. <laughs> so, let's just take a moment and take a listen to this. There's this, this white guy with a little black kid who's misbehaved. The kid is bouncing off the effing walls on the floor, practically tipping it over. There's nothing you can do to control him. Okay, so what we just heard was the council, the LA City Council president. Nuri Martinez, uh, referring to another council member's child as a little chanquito, a monkey. Now, also, these were re uh, recordings that were done in private, and they were unaware, the other two council women, um, persons with her. So you had Nuri Martinez, you had Kevin De Leon, uh, then you had Gil Cedillo. 
And Changuito is the name of calling this little black child of uh, two gay parents, one being a city council person, a little monkey. Not only that, in that same conversation, they also made fun of and talked about the Oaxacan immigrants that live around in, in Koreatown and said, what are those little short, short dark people? They're, they're not where I'm from. I don't know what you call that. Them, those little things, that funny looking stuff. They also made comments about another group of people, but bottom time, and which, and so they referred to the Oaxacan people as being indigenous to their country. So we're talking about people that are, are native, you know, uh, to their country and their land. So when you're looking at all of a sudden, here you are a Latina, but I guess the separatism is that you're consider yourself probably checked white on your list, but you only use Latina, use Latina when it's to your advantage. And then your advantage, I'm a white female. Yeah. Being, a a, a, a fairer skin Latina. See, this is the racism. What's so, this is so fiery. No wonder it went viral and all across and became, you know, uh, news, national news. Is that when you have this level of racism amongst minorities and leadership, your face should be smacked publicly in a forum a thousand times because that was deplorable in so many ways. And so those other two city council persons, and she refused to step down. What she did was step down from her position, but remain for several days until outside pressure on the city council. The same with those other people. And I don't think the other two right now, currently, because you know, Biden was just in LA. He didn't really want to get into it or address no, that I'm because right. it's too small and you shouldn't. Yeah. This I'm needs to be yet. amongst local politics and, and, you know, um, citizens and they needed, I'm, I was glad to see, but I have to agree what should have happened immediately. The local NAACP and, and other political leaders didn't come out soon enough. Oh, it had to yeah. come from the indigenous people and of the Hispanic course. community. And then eventually a couple of other black folks came out and stepped out. They should have been stood out in righteous indignation. And no matter what, you will not be representing any group of people in this city, <laughs> in this state. One of the things Period. that I find very interesting, okay? I was born and raised in Los Angeles. I've lived in East L.A., on Eastern Avenue, right near Cal State L.A. I know for a fact that this racism from Latinos, Latinas versus black people is very real. You know, it's it's sad. it's, It's sad, but it's so fucking true but it's been okay. true my my comment Man. to you it's been true in their country for yeah. centuries since the spaniards came yeah so it's not new what's new is that their 
issues of racism that doesn't have any civil rights or laws to change anything. Spilling over into the U.S. in this manner has to be stumped and stumped out immediately. Otherwise, that is another way of turning back the, the clock in America where we've already been. We don't need to go back there. Yeah. You understand. Yeah. But that, but it's, it's important. I want the listeners of Vibe Geeks podcast to understand. There's been racism towards people of African descent mm -hmm. by those of Latino or Latin descent forever. Okay? One of the rules of colonialism was divide and conquer. Mm -hmm. The colonialists were very adept at inculcating racism against Africans in Latinos. Yeah, in Latinos. and indigenous people. And indigenous so people. if you look at, let's say, when they came to Spain, I mean, excuse me, Mexico, and conquered Mexico and had part of the U.S. under the Viceroy right. of Spain. It was New Spania, not New, New Mexico. America was New Spania. And I'm, I put emphasis on that because this was by the European colonialist of Spain. So I have to correct people when they say, oh, well, you know, this was Mexico. Wait a minute, hold on. It was New Spain, part of colonialist. Okay. Now under that viceroy in the Spanish rule, they officiated the, the separation of people with, they had posters of it yeah. that shows mestizo, all the mixtures below what was white and Anglo and European, what it looked like and the level of society that they were. So you had the African at the very bottom. Then you had the Afro Indian, which was the mestizo mix. They show the black parent, the Indian, and the mixed child. I mean, they they even did it in a, a familial yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. imagery in right. in this poster. I've seen it at exhibits. You know, and this goes back to you know the early eighteen hundreds, late seventeen hundreds. Even they had then they had the Spanish that mixed with the Indian. Right. Then they had the, yeah, the Indian Indian. Then they had the Indian Spanish. They even had the Spanish black. They had all in all the different degrees. And everybody was below the white, which is the Spaniard, number the number one. Now here's the thing that's really crazy because within this is almost colorisms amongst black it people is. or something. It it's is. the same damn thing. It's a, well, it's colorism as experienced in South America and Central America and in Mexico. Yeah. And Mexico. So, so with that, so the people that feel it's almost like going back to this period of slavery when you had the mixtures and you had, some Creoles. And so the Creoles are, are the lighter skinned black that got the work in the house. And, you know, we can't mix with them or you can't mix with them because of this or that or whatever. You know, it's, it's a old school thinking, you know, Very that, old. and it's an old school, a way of systematically keeping oppression 
alive yeah. and trying and to make it relevant. But it's also saying you're mestizo, you could get this. I can get this, but you can't. Your, but your 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 brother, yeah, who's not mestizo mm -hmm. and shares a parent with you is considered an African. Right. He can't get what you can get. Yeah, he can't come over here. He can't get this. He won't no. get those benefits. Yeah, he can't he can't go, he those can't go this but you can only go this far because we stopped the door on you too now. Oh, yeah. But you can get a few steps you further. Can go, you can go to level three. Yeah. Out of ten levels. Right. The African stops at level nine. No, well, let's say, no, let's turn it around. The higher you get, the better. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Though. Yeah. This is, this, this no, is so the saying. African stays at level one. You don't get no, the advance. No, 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 not level one. One's at the top. Oh, well, if you, well, I'm thinking if you start at the bottom, let's say you're trying <laughs> to get to the top. I'm flipping it around. You yeah. want to get to what 10. I, let's I, just flip it around. Let's okay. say you want to get to 10. What I'm saying But is, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, that, that the system of colorism the system of colonialism, yeah. The system of fucking people of color, yeah. By dividing them based on their color, all of that shit is wrong. It always has been wrong. Mm -hmm. It always will be wrong. And we're now looking at modern day, twenty first century examples of it. But the problem with people like Nori Martinez. Is that you, she probably considers herself an educated, first world, uh, informed woman, probably. But on the other hand, she's antiquated old world, using old world guidelines and rules that she, to create uh, prestige for herself Preference and separatism her. and, and people that she choose to. You know, give advantage because she believes white is right. No, white and is number one. Same thing. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying, in spite of whatever her color is, whatever her culture is, whatever she claims or doesn't claim, right? Well, I'm going to say what she does claim because people like that are going to say, oh, no, see, my 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 grandparents were Spanish. They weren't this. There's a lot of people like that, that born and out of Mexico. And they'll tell you, you know, and you could see now you can see the obvious people that are obviously that look like they don't have any indigenous ancestry or African, because we know there were many of Africans and many Hispanics today out of Mexico because other countries don't have that struggle like Mexico does. Right. That right. recognize it. But Mexico has oppressed that truth and reality, even in their bloodline, for many, many years. Oh, yeah. Because centuries, so that, yes, centuries. centuries. So even today, that little reference to uh, Changuito or Changuito, uh, they had a Mexican kind of like a, a country mascot, which was a, yeah. a, a caricature of yeah. that was like, a like a monkey that was supposed to be a little boy. Yeah almost mimicking an African child in the sense that was the whole essence of it. Directly and it was supposed to be endearing. They was say, Oh no, Changuito, that's that's endearing. No, that's bullshit and it's racism. Let's <laughs> stop with that shit. Yeah, right, right, right. right. <laughs> and let's just stop. Just stop with that shit.
you know? know? And so what we have is ignorance run amok, (laughs) you know, from, and, and I'm saying this, you know, and I will say this to, uh, my, uh, African and black people and family that, you know, for many years, things that I was aware of and fortunately, I got to travel a little bit, not just have a little bit of education, but also travel, but also just to have a genuine interest in people and cultures because I love discovery. And I discovered over 30 years ago as a travel agent um, that it was my experience was very interesting, particularly in Mexico and how being the only black amongst 19 other white travel agents and the places we would go, how uh, the Latino or the mariachis in our fine restaurants, because we went to fine places, they had to show us the best. And so it really bothered people. Some were blonde hair, blue eyes, and female, and, you know, female for white fragility and all that stuff. Really bothered that I, the, the, the mariachis that entertained us at dinner, came straight to little Sonita's table in front of everybody and had while their mouths were were hanging and saying to me uh other places that I got attention during that trip it bothered them but I'll never forget Ollie the last night and we had a very tall big stout Hispanic Latin a Mexican brother brethren very brown skin, browner than me, six foot thick, not something you see often. And that same little, when everybody's drunk and El, El Senior frogs or whatever and acting a fool at the table, now you've got loose lips and inhibitions that people just let loose and say what they want to say. Now she, that little blonde hair, blue eye one, spoke out and said, well, I just tell me this one thing in these past five days. I never realized there were so many dark people here. And um, why is that? Guess what? Sonita had her little bit of a tequila and margarita too that night across the table. And that same very pleasant, polite uh, tour leader. And it was weird. We didn't even look at each other when we both said it. But simultaneously said, there were Africans here. Now he said, well, we had Africans that lived here in our ancestry. And like my great grandfather was African, ah! but we said it simultaneously. Right. And it, it fucked him up. And it was, it's silence at the table silence. amongst the other 19 people that were drunk and white Americans that it was just silence. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm going to tell you something. I had an experience in Mexico the first time because I've been about three or four times to see the Olmec mm-hmm. head, mm-hmm. and it's—I mean, it's, it's there's no way I can effectively represent how it impacted me. Okay, powerful, yeah. The head, the head was like fucking thirty feet huge. Wide. 50 fucking feet tall. I've seen it too. It's okay. huge. But but God, it looks like some West African, you know, it looks like West African art, ancient art. But 
there was this sister who was uh, Latino, but also Africano. Latina and Africano. Uh, Latina, uh, Africano. Okay. Africana, if it's a female. Okay. I'm Africana. just saying that the reference, that's all. But the, it was very interesting in how she told the group that I was in what that was. Hmm. Because she said, these are gods. Mm-hmm. 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 These are gods from mm-hmm. Africa that visited Mexico. Oh, is that how she explained it? Okay. She said, so I don't want you to go home and tell people you saw a, a, a aberrant, one-off kind of African statue. What you saw was that God visited us and he came from Africa. And that's him. And you don't see that any place else. And I'm going to tell you something. It was the, the group I was with, it was like maybe 15, 16 out of 20, you know, white folks. Hmm. And they were fucked up. <laughs> because they had that, 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 I, yeah, but, ah, uh, they, they, they had no clue, hmm. no clue as to what sister was laying on them, but she laid it on them. And she told them, she said, listen, I'm here. I've been born, raised, and grown into an adult woman here. I'm telling you what this is. Do not believe anybody that can't exceed my authority. Hmm. The first time I saw this, I was two or three. I saw it again, five or six, seven or eight, 10, 12, 14, 15. You know, she, she, just, she brought them all the way up. It's like, hey, I grew up with this. I'm telling you what this is. That's interesting. That's amazing. But it's also really uh, almost celebratory it is. to hear, even though that's she's one amongst many. I don't know. It's really, a, you know, what are people, not only there amongst those lands, that have to be educated too. Because, exactly. you know, when you have, uh, if you say that, you know, there were Africans that were there during a particular time, even when conquistadors came there and colonized but and brought slaves and et cetera. But there were also certain African warriors in the high country and mountainous places that there's a statue today of that same West African warrior because he fought and saved the, I mean, he fought the conquistadors and yeah. saved his people while they escaped in the high mountain land. And there are places, and this is all I would attribute my education to a lot more of this was probably about uh, 15, 16 years ago when there was an exhibit that began in Chicago Museum and the exhibit was called They Came Before Us. And it yes, was about yes, yes. the Africans you know, they, in Mexico. They made a connection to that exhibit mm. to They Came Before Columbus. Okay. The book. Oh, okay. 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 Because what he used was actually art history. Mm-hmm. Findings hmm. to document 
and 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 prove how this all happened. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. Very powerful. So when you take that, I mean, so there's this historical education. This is why this is one only one of the reasons why they do not need to try to omit education and what is that they're trying to stump out of the the school's race theory and you know all out of school i mean critical race theory i mean they need to just uh first of all people need to get educated privately and however the truth truth. before we even get to what the schools are doing because they're going to try to oppress if people have the truth and by the time the, the schools get a hold of the truth, we just need to know the truth, period, at the grassroots level for ourselves. But what we don't need is misleadership, okay, such as Honoria Martinez and whatever. And, you know, that that her, well, her, she was, this. the purpose of that meeting was about redistricting, you know, and drawing the line so that she can have, they can have a more favorable and stronger Latino vote and power in Southern California. Listen, you know, from the time that I left 30 years ago, of course, the Latino community in California, I mean, Southern California, Los Angeles, has just swarmed and swelled in so many ways. How much more redistricting, uh, does that be omitting and eliminating black votes so that it's very few, so you don't have leadership and representation? Maybe so. Yes. So with that, I just want to give the Pickle Juice Award of the Week to those three L.A. council persons. <laughs> <laughs> and the Pickle Juice Award of the Week is goes to yours truly, Nuri Martinez, former and past president, Kevin DeLeon, and Gil Cedillo. Okay, changuitos. <laughs> anyway, but that's it for our show, uh, The Vibe Juice, episode number 45. Please be sure to like and uh, and share, you know, share uh, the show with somebody. And listen, voting's coming up. Y'all be sure to vote. I'm asking every single listener, whether it's 330, 300, 3,000. I'm asking each one of you to send this show to one person. I love you. We may never meet, and if we do, fantastic. But until then, I love you. Why do I love you? Because you are part of the future. All right, y'all. This is Sonia Sambi. All I need you is to like, share, and come again. Until next time, peace. Peace. Thank you for listening. Join us again. <laughs>